Hi, do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. The game is starting, everyone is here. I got my snacks, my friends, and a beer. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N It's all I watch cause I'm the man If my team loses I'll be mean all night If you tell me to relax we'll get in a fight We like sports and we don't care who knows We like sports and we don't care who knows We like sports and we don't care who knows We like sports and we don't care who knows We like sports and we don't care who knows Welcome to the We Like Sports Podcast Tonight Kyle and I are going to draft our FCS, D2, and D3 schools, which is very on-brand for our podcast. On the line, the co-pilot himself. Kyle, what's going on? Sports. This is like the time of year we're basically about a month away from our previews. We're getting close. This is the time of year when I'm just sick and tired of watching whatever's on TV and wish it was football. Yeah, I want... College baseball right now is going on, the College World Series or the Super Regionals, and I just want that to be the college football playoff format. That's what I just want. Anybody good in that that's left? Uh, no, the best team lost. Florida Gators are out. So, uh, no, uh, Vanderbilt's really good. UCLA plays your Wolverines. Um, I know Arkansas and Mississippi – or uh, Mississippi State, I believe, are still in it. They're really good, so there's still a lot of good teams. Michigan's the only team north of the Mason-Dixon in it. Um, don't have that in front of me. I'm just going to take your word for it. Yeah, and they, they're they still out west. Yep. Didn't have to come home, just living in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if they went to dinner with Rob Palenka. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little tampering? I don't know. Are they going to trade LeBron? Jawan Howard can make that happen now. Sure can. Uh, Did you hear that we got a new boss today? We got a new boss today. The We Like Sports podcast got a boss today. Oh, boy. His name is Kevin Warren. (laughs) He's the official (laughs) commissioner of our podcast now. Well, do do you think that... So I feel like with Jim Delaney... I feel like he was actively involved with too many things and was just trying to handle the PR but also try and do the business aspect of it. Do you think they chose someone to try and handle more of the PR? Because I've been looking at his bio, and he's done a lot of different things, and he's really well-respected in the NFL. But do you think this is more now going to be, you're the PR, you're the face, We'll have the behind the scenes with other people. Because to me that a commissioner is separate jobs. I don't think it's all what Jim Delaney used to do. Uh, I'm assuming they hired the person who they think can make him the most money. However that goes. Because that's what it's all about. So, uh, if that's what that means, then yeah. I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, finally someone is in the commissioner's seat that will take care of Ohio State for once. Finally. Been waiting forever. Waiting forever. Jim Delaney never did once. Especially <laughs> so, not in 2014. Us being good makes you money. I'm sorry. That's what you want. If Who's me? Best... 
I thought South Alabama switched conferences. Not yet. A few My more years to go. Got to prove it first. You know, you got to get those ratings up, like on uh, NCAA football. The best thing about Kevin Warren is because his background is with the Vikings, shows that football will be a priority, as it should. Was it that, not before? N- no, it was. It was. I just come on when. When you find out that there's a new commissioner, though, you want to make sure his priorities are right. Oh my gosh, somebody just got somebody just got hurt for the Raptors. Like, was that Kawhi or Kyle Leonard? Kyle Lowry? Kyle Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't. Aff- the, whoever the Big Ten commissioner is doesn't affect me. So, all right. I don't know. I'm on YouTube TV. I'm an hour behind on this stream. So hold on. Let me see who's dead. <laughs> I don't know if it was Larry. I just looked up as I'm talking and somebody went down. I don't know. It's the finals. Everybody's hurt. Clay Thompson's out now. Durant's still not back. Uh, we have Boogie Cousins starting in the finals now with Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston. I don't know what's going on. How much time's on your clock in this game right now? 139. Oh, wow. I'm ahead of you. Wow. Wow. Get better internet. <laughs> It just it's it's just slower down here, you know. It just means slow. Maybe mine's ahead because I'm watching on YouTube TV and they're the sponsor. I think a lot of people like to listen to two guys watch a game together and just talk about it. That that's really what people like. But things that have nothing to do with the actual outcome of the game. <laughs> yeah, I know it'd be like I'm watching Andrew Bogut can't move. He's playing in the finals. I don't get it. All right, let's do what we're supposed to do, talk college football, and that means talk FCS football. We are going to draft our teams, uh, similar to what we do with the G5, where Kyle and I go back and forth. We don't. We may have a legit reason for picking a team, or we may just, like some people fill out their March Madness bracket because of the mascot, we may pick for that reason as well. So, or for other random reasons that are unknown to us until we research the school an hour before the podcast. Basketball reasons. All right. You have first pick. You're the guest. You're away. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, first pick in the uh, FCS draft is the Albany University football team <laughs> from Albany, New York. Uh, they're the Great Danes. Love the mascot. Purple and yellow. Good color combo. Uh, let's see, they, uh, on their Wikipedia page, they have a giant section for all of the rankings of their different colleges within the university. None of them are all that high, so I don't know why they feel the need to have a giant section ranking themselves, unless they're part of some committee that arbitrarily ranks people before a season starts, uh, in which case they might be of service. Uh, the only notable alumni from Albany is Harvey Milk who is the guy that the movie Milk was made about. Uh, didn't see it, heard it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're giving ratings on a movie you didn't see. <laughs> heard it was good. I don't know. I, people talked yeah. about it. They said things. Okay. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't know anything about their football team. But uh, good mascot, nice colors. All right. That's a good pick. Also the capital of New York. Chris flies into Albany. Um, sometimes when he goes home. So there you go. All right. With the second pick in the draft, I'm going to take the University of Northern Arizona. They're out of Flagstaff, Arizona, which I actually stayed two nights there. It's a nice little town close to 
the Rocky Mountains. Uh, they are the Lumberjacks, so something a little different. 80% of applicants are admitted, so it is a great fallback school. Uh, wow. and, and I'm all here. Closing in on Ohio State numbers. <laughs> so I always like to, I always like to support a team like BG where, you know, you can use that as your fallback school. Um, Northern, Northern Arizona went four and in six in 2018. Um, but they're big wins. They beat UTEP, who's FBS. They beat Weber State and they beat North Dakota, who are both ranked. So, I think I love this school because you have no idea what to expect. Um, their wins were against good opponents, and I stayed two nights there. Good pizza in that little town. So, Northern Arizona, go Lumberjacks. You know who they remind me of, both based on color and result? Arizona. No. <laughs> they it's only the- beat the big teams. <laughs> They've got the same color scheme. They have good pizza, pizza fiesta. <laughs> it's the West Coast of Pitt. It's the West Coast Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> West Coast Pitt. All right. Nice. Great pick. All right. Okay. Uh, pick number two. I think I did these in some. No, no, I didn't. All right. There's no. Wow. Curry just hit a three from San Francisco. Is that close to where they play or not? I couldn't tell from the picture today. You should look at uh, this, the Toronto Raptors Twitter account. The, they have it down to a T. Did you yep. see that? Yeah, it's almost <laughs> as close as the uh, national championship games concert was to the stadium. <laughs> or when they uh, what San Jose was where everything was in San San Francisco or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next school up uh, is Campbell University. Uh, they are located in Bowie's Creek, North Carolina. They are the Fighting Camels. So, literally the best vet mascot of all time, Fighting Camels. Uh, some famous alumni. Uh, we're really at two opposite ends of the spectrum here with these two guys. One is Matt Nelson, who created the social media accounts We Rate Dogs, where people submit pictures of their dogs and they rate them, and every dog is a good a good dog. Uh, so great website there. Uh, opposite end, John Lambert, who started the association called Students for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so not exactly the same as We Rate Dogs, probably not as universally uh, approved, but is what it is. Um, really interesting piece on their Wikipedia page. Uh, they've never won more than six games in a season. But above their season-by-season records, they have a legend with color codes just in case any of these things happen. I'll read them off to you. Uh, Division I champions, uh, FCS champions, conference champions, division champions, bowl eligible, and undefeated season. So uh, they've never won more than six games, but they've got their sights set real high there. Hey, you've got to get on that stuff early. You, you yeah. know, I know what it's. I know what it's like to fill out our Google Sheet, waiting to fill things in. I get it. Yep. Uh, two last things, real quick. Uh, their rival school is Davidson Wildcats. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. And their head coach is Mike Minter, former Carolina Panther defensive back. Mike Minter. I thought you picked Campbell because of their baseball team. No, I don't know anything about their baseball team. All well, I know is they're the Fighting Camels, and that's as far as I needed to go. They were a win away from Super Regionals. They lost to Eastern Carolina in the final game 
Um, huh. So I thought that's why you – and if you look on their baseball website, the trend that they use is uh, hashtag roll humps. I'm not oh. making that up. Nice, roll humps. <laughs> well, so they were one game away from Supers, eh? Yeah, that's why I so thought you picked them originally. So they're Florida. <laughs> Florida was two games away. <laughs> All right, here we go. The good pick, my pick, is Bethune-Cookman. Okay? They are FCS out of Daytona Beach. I figured I'm going to the Daytona 500 in about a month. So yeah. I figured I'm trying to go and Wait. be cultured. They're oh, running the Daytona 500 again? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Come on. NASCAR doesn't market their races, Kyle. I literally, the Sunday I'll wake up and I have to Google search like a person from 2015 and look up stuff. They don't, it's not, it, they need better marketing. It's, I don't even know what it's called. I think it's the Diet Coke 600 firecracker, whatever. They need a shorter schedule, more road courses, and better marketing. Road courses suck, first of yeah, all. Yeah, but they're more exciting for TV. Well, I don't know. I think – see, I don't or like – more it. short tracks. I don't know. All right. Hold well, on. But, my jet engine's back on again, drying out more on my floor. <laughs> i got to turn it off. Man, this is a this is a very great podcast. Um, all right. So, Daytona Beach. Shaq's mom graduated from Bethune-Cookman. Hell yeah. Um, they went 7-5 and five last year, including a win over Virginia University of Lynchburg, where they won 79-16. to 16. Did they win that um, game on the road? Uh, I think it was home. I would have put that in my notes. I feel like open the season up versus Jackson State. That's a MEAC SWAC challenge on ESPN. That's Sunday at noon in Atlanta. So they do have an ESPN game. First nice. of the year. Um, and then week three, they play at Miami. Uh, could be a fun game for, you know, Daytona to Miami. So because I'm going to the race, uh, let's go, I think they're the Wildcats. I did not put them down. Are they the Wildcats? Bassoon? Yeah. I feel like they uh, are. Let's like, see. I feel like Researching I didn't write. Researching while we're on here. Yep, Wildcats. And All right, go Cats. They're maroon and gold. Yeah, so they have def- decent, like a unique jersey. And I don't know. I'm tired of seeing Bethune Cookman at the bottom of the screen on the ticker for ESPN and not knowing anything about them. So I'm tired of them not being better. I feel like it'd be a great recruiting base. Like you're on the beach. I know Daytona Beach isn't like the best beach, but like you're in Florida, you can practice all year round. And I feel like they're, you know, they're getting paid by ESPN for that MEAC swag challenge. So I don't know. Do something. Oh, wow. I'm looking at their wiki page right now. How about this? They had some guy who was appointed interim president in 2012 and then was permanently appointed in 2013. In 2017, he resigned and was sued uh, by the university and others involved in a $306 million construction deal alleging fraud, corruption, and bribery. Now we're getting closer <laughs> to Ohio State. Now we are a full-on <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Florida man of college football, <laughs> Bethune Cookman. Just lean and, all the way into it, Bethune. Just I go mean, ahead. Hey, whether you agree with it or not, do you know uh, Betsy DeVos? She is the Secretary of Education uh, she is. appointed by Trump, and she went and spoke at Bethune Cookman, and kids walked out. So 
Good on <laughs> them. A, there are a lot of controversy going with this school. I like it. So there, there you, you go. go. Make your be loud. All right. Uh, next up, third pick for me in the FCS is the Weber State Wildcats, uh, located in Ogden, Utah. We know, a lot of us know, uh, their most famous alumni, arguably their most famous, Dame Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, a few other interesting ones, uh, J.W. Marriott of Marriott Hotels, graduate of Weber State. Uh, ben Holland, uh, college basketball coach, was at, uh, Pittsburgh for a long, for a few years, UCLA for about a decade, now he's at Mississippi State. Uh, and then one that I recognized the name but couldn't know why until I researched it a little more, Tim Toon, uh, was Mr. Irrelevant in the 2010 NFL Draft drafted by the Detroit Lions. <laughs> this is your new team. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They do have seven playoff appearances uh, in their history. Oh, well, that's better than Michigan. Yeah, there you go. Right? So, uh Yeah. That's uh, Weber State. Just wanted to pick a team out west. Uh, I noticed after we started filling in these schedules that uh, some of our teams play each other, which I think is nice. You know, Albany plays a few teams we've got picked. Uh, Weber State's involved with a few as well. I think they play Northern Arizona. Yeah, yeah they, they did. Nice. Yeah, so that's a good one. Uh, what you say their mascot was? Did you have that in front of you? Uh, they're Wildcats as well. All right. Um, all right, next pick. I am going with South Dakota State. Uh, they are from Brookings, South Dakota, home of the Jackrabbit. That's right. Uh, their most famous alum is Chris's favorite player of all time, Adam Vinatieri. Um, oh wow! It, Did not know. <laughs> in 2018, they went 10 and three. They had big playoff wins over Kennesaw State, but they lost twice to North Dakota State, including the playoff game at Fargo, which is a we like sports in that game. Yeah, is a we like sports destination someday. Fargo Dome in North Dakota. Um, they actually have some fun games. South Dakota State. They open at Minnesota, and then they have a huge game October twenty sixth versus North Dakota State. That's home. Uh, so trying to get their season back on track. But the real reason I pick South Dakota State is when I was out west in Arizona, uh, I saw this whole pack of jackrabbits. And I know we just assume it's a rabbit, but it was bigger than my dog. And they were scary-looking things. And I was like, jackrabbit, go South Dakota State. That's my pick. Didn't they, uh... Yeah, they lost to Ohio State in the first round of the tournament. Yeah, we beat them by, like... Uh, it was close. I mean, they had a kid who's really good who might get drafted, but yeah, it was we beat them barely. Yeah, last year. Yeah, in Boise. Right, and then 2013 when Michigan made it to the national title game, that was Michigan's first round opponent as well uh, in Detroit, and I was at that game. So uh, a little we like sports history there. Uh, I like their game on October 12th at Youngstown State. That's a little bit of a of a hike for them. Uh, to head out there to play. Yeah, uh, I'll probably I'm going to go to that actually. <laughs> Trap game against Minnesota though. Are we sure Minnesota can win that game? Uh, Minnesota better win that game. I wanted them to like. I lo- I get jealous about the SEC schedule when they have FCS week like week 11 or week 12 when it's kind of like right before rivalry week. 
But the Big Ten always does their week game at the beginning of the year, so it's not – nobody's going to get trapped, right? Like right. you see Florida almost lose to F- FAU, or you see like Auburn or Ole Miss lose to like, you know, Mercer. We don't have that in the Big Ten because it's right off the bat. But I think South Dakota State literally probably was better than Minnesota last season. I don't know what they'll have this year. Yeah, we'll see. And didn't Maxwell draft a really bad tight end from South Dakota State like two years ago? Well, I drafted one from Iowa, so. There we go. All right, your picks. All right, next up, uh, Furman. For me, Furman. I think it's university. I don't even know. Um, They're in Greenville, South Carolina. Their mascot is the Paladins, so another great mascot here for my uh, my team. I'm drafting uh, two, well, one famous alumni. One just bothers me. Uh, Herman Lay from Lay's Chips, alumni of Furman. <laughs> love that guy. Love some good chips. Love some good flavors. <laughs> uh, and Jerome Felton, who was a running back slash fullback that played for the Lions for a handful of years. So. Uh, another team that the Lions drafted a guy from. They have won their conference 14 times. They have won one national championship in, I believe, 1988. Uh, throughout their history, they've played, you know, tons of teams from the North and South Carolina areas, Wofford, Citadel, uh, South Carolina, South Carolina State, Clemson, all those teams. They've beaten Clemson 10 times. They've beaten South Carolina 20 times. However, they are on a current L31 streak against the Clemson Tigers, so it uh, hasn't happened in a while. Michigan is approaching that number fast and furious against Ohio State <laughs> at this point. Uh, and I found it interesting. You know, most of these schools you look at in FCS, Division Two, Division Three, their stadiums aren't all that big. Furman seats 16,000. I thought that was a nice number for them. Yeah, know? and they only have like 2,600 undergrads, too. That's right, not that big. So. Yeah, it's a good size stadium for them. Um, that school is expensive. Is I just was looking, yeah, I was looking at it. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, that's all I got on them. So, um, yeah. So you got you got to set the standards low so you get the athletes to come. So, all right, that's right. Good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Wofford. Uh, I don't really have a real reason. I know their colors are brown and they're good at basketball. And I, you always see them, you know, I feel like they're always playing uh SEC opponent or somebody like that. They're not afraid to play up. Um, this is a fun game also because they play Furman, they play Clemson. Uh, yep. So just to kind of see how that area is. Um, I believe the they're the Terriers. Right? Yeah, they're the yeah. Terriers. Um, it's kind of one of those things where I just wanted them – I wanted to know more about them as a school because I know they're decent at football and I know they're pretty good at basketball. So I kind of wanted to see what's going on with their mix. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Man, Furman has a hell of a schedule. Back to back weeks in September, they play at Georgia State and at Virginia Tech. Both FBS. Yeah, both FBS opponents. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Looks like, yeah, Wofford, their only FBS opponent is Clemson. Uh, yeah, that's not, I think we'll count that as two FBS. <laughs> yeah, schools. that'll do it. Uh, all right, moving on for me. Next up is Stetson University. Uh, didn't know anything about it other than I saw their mascot was the Hatters and that khaki is one of their school colors. So I thought that's for me. Um, 
They are in Deland, Florida, which I think is a little north of Orlando, a little west of Daytona. It's kind of north central Florida. Is that is that where that is? I think so. I think it's a little further south, but I think you're in the right area. Yeah, I don't know. It's all the same to me. Florida man. <laughs> yep. Uh, here's some uh, famous alumni, again, that I did not know until I started looking this up, which is, is very true. Uh, Ted Cassidy, who played Lurch on The Addams Family. Uh, Britt McHenry. Uh, <laughs> everyone knows who that is. Uh, <laughs> She's a lovely lady. <laughs> yeah, super nice person on Twitter.com. Uh, Richard you McKay. At, you can at her at Skip the real Skip Bayless. Yes. Uh, Richard McKay, the president and GM of the Atlanta Falcons. Charles Merrill from Merrill Lynch. Uh, and then two guys that I honestly didn't know when here. Jacob DeGrom, Corey Kluber. Yep, I was going to say both their names. Yep, so uh, one pitcher who still plays, one who... Is about to get traded. Yep. Uh, some other facts. They are 1-0 and in FBS Bowl games when they won the 1952 Tangerine Bowl, 35-20 to over Arkansas State. Uh, so, so when, you know, you see all these old history things, like when you, if you go to a stadium and on the stadium they'll have, like, the 1948 Bowl champions, whatever. I really hope that's on their stadium but not just as, like, the one banner, as, like, you walk in and that's all you see. We are the Tangerine Bowl champions all over. Mm-hmm. We are FBS worthy. <clears throat> yes, just like, I think Eastern has theirs up there, like, there's one bowl game on the thing. Uh, all right, a little bit more about uh, Stetson. So, like I said, they won the 1952 Tangerine Bowl. Uh, they... In 1956, their last game of the season was a 64-0 win over the University of Havana. Uh, yeah, the one from Cuba. For some reason, they played them, and they beat them 64-0. Uh, then they went 57 years without football. Just got rid of it. 57 years. Uh, they came back in 2013, and their first game back was promptly suspended due to lightning, uh, but they won 31-3 the next day. Uh, and lastly, the film The Waterboy was filmed on campus at Stetson as well. Great. Lost the audio. Nice job. Real nice, Adam. Yeah. Can you hear me now? High quality audio. On this podcast only. Always. Good pick. I like it. Um, My pick, Stephen F. Austin. It is the same reason, really, that I picked Wofford. I know this school can do both football and basketball pretty well. And I'm just tired of not knowing what they are and who they are. So when I clicked on them, Stephen F. Austin, what city do you think they're in? I know it's not Austin. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> is it? Are they in Houston? It's some small, small college town. I think you're right. It's close to Houston. It's like in the middle of Houston and like College Station. I think it's in the middle of nowhere. That's but, out there. So I thought it was in Austin, and we're trying to go there. So I was like, I'll pick them. But nope, has nothing to do with that. It's actually named after Stephen Fuller Austin 
who is quote unquote the father of Texas and basically created the state of Texas. No, that's um, wrong, man. That's Jerry Jones. <laughs> I mean, some of their values are probably very similar. It would not not surprise me. So he, if Jerry Jones is the father of Texas, does that make <laughs> Mac Brown the uncle of Texas? No, because Mac Brown moved out of Texas and once you're you move away from Texas, you can't come back. So now is it Jimbo? <laughs> He's getting paid like a president, that's for sure, that's right. or the father of Texas. Stephen F. Austin, the person, was actually a really bad person. Um, you know, just when he started Texas, he basically grabbed a bunch of militia from, like, Louisiana and Arkansas and just basically created his own border and was like, this is our state. Um, oh. So you can take that for what it's worth. Um Basically was really mean to Mexicans who were, like, on the border who actually worked for a country. Basically kicked them out, and I swear to God, it's called the Texas Revolution. You can look it up. Jesus. It's a, it's a, in 1836 was a rebellion of colonists in the United States who basically kicked out te- uh, Mexicans from Texas uh, and, and wanted to start their own government. Imagine that. Texas wants to start their own government. Um, and basically, uh, our U.S. government got down there and, and kind of solved some issues. But the Stephen F. Austin guy, yes, he is the father of Texas, and people love him. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pick them. No, Not any football reason at all. Nice. Uh, I would say their big games are at Baylor week one um, versus Sam Houston State is kind of their rival, and that game's in Houston. Um, and that's it. So, there you go. You know, i got to go back to a couple of things about Stetson that I forgot. Uh, one, they are in a conference called the Pioneer Football League. Uh, I know, I think we touched on this last year, and I don't know why, but I'm just going to go ahead and rattle off the schools that are in this conference. Okay? Butler, Davidson, Dayton, Drake, Jacksonville, Marist, Moorhead State, Stetson, Valpo, and the University of San Diego. Yeah. So we've got schools in New York, North Carolina, Florida, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, and California in the same conference. In FCS. So when people complain about travel in bigger leagues like the FBS or pro sports, let's just remember this conference real quick, where the largest enrollment is 10,000 kids. So I didn't know this until – I think I knew this about two years ago when a kid from my high school went to Dayton, and I looked at their schedule, and I was like, San Diego? That must be, uh, you know, just a scheduling to try and maybe get recruiting or whatnot. No, they're like in the legit the same conference. Yeah. Um, and Butler, you know, same way with them. I think they schedule it where you actually don't have as many road games – when if you're, you know, at San Diego or at other schools, I think you actually get an extra home game. I think that's how they counter it because I remember Dayton had that similar a couple years ago. But, yeah, well, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say, Stetson only has four road games. They play yeah. eight home games, and one of them is San Diego. So I don't know how they work all that out, but eight and four, that's a nice ratio. Uh, one other thing, back to that University of Havana thing, Uh They used to put on a bowl game called the Bacardi Bowl. I don't know if we've ever heard of this. Is that bigger than the world's biggest cocktail party? 
I think so, but it hasn't existed since 1946. So it was played in 1907, 1910. So uh, World War II screwed it over for us. It was played in 1912, 21, 37, and 46. Here's some, here's some results from that, okay? Um, LSU beat the University of Havana 56 to 0. LSU played them also? Yes, in the bowl game. Then in, two, in 1910, the Cuban Athletic Club defeated Tulane 10 to 0. <laughs> Wait, Tulane <laughs> lost? Yeah, oh, I'm not done yet, buddy. Give me a minute. Uh, then Mississippi A&M, 1912 on January 1st, played the Cuban Athletic Club, beat them 12-0. Later that year, on Christmas Day, 1912, Florida beat the Vedado Tennis Club 28-0 <laughs> in the Bacardi Bowl. I am uh, not making any of these that, up. They are online, so they must be true. And that was the end of the Jim McElwain era. <laughs> he, oh, actually, I'm sorry. He left before that bowl game. Never mind. That's right. Real Brian Kelly thing to do. Um, I'm going to get to the best results in a minute. Uh, 1937, uh, it was played in Cuba between Auburn and Villanova. That game ended in a 7-7 tie. I thought we weren't cool with Cuba for, like, all this time, I thought we weren't like allowed to travel there. I don't. I thought there were like, you know, level four ways. I didn't think we were allowed to go to Cuba until like Obama went there like five years ago. But yet we're playing the Bacardi Bowl there. Oh yeah. Well, I I think that didn't start till the fifties or sixties. Cold oh, War time, okay. right? Uh, all right. Uh, Nineteen forty-six. We've got Mississippi Southern fifty-five. University of Havana zero. One more here, the final and best result from 1921 on New Year's Eve, Cuban Athletic Club 13, Ole Miss 0. <laughs> you need, I want you to tweet out that summary of that game. Well, here's, Ole Miss, uh, it's, it's a good one. Yeah, i got to find the box score for that. But uh, just a little more info on that Florida game. Um, it says the Bacardi Bowl was scheduled as a two-game series in Havana featuring Florida against two different Cuban athletic clubs. Uh, one was the Vedado Tennis Club, and one was the Cuban Athletic Club. Uh, the first one on Christmas Day, uh, Florida won 28-0, and that was Florida's first experience with postseason football. So good for them for starting off on, on a hot <laughs> note there. Um, the second one was supposed to be against the Cuban Athletic Club, never finished. Um the Florida head coach at the time realized that during the first quarter, the game was being officiated using college football's pre-1906 rules. And while arguing <laughs> with the referees, he discovered that the head referee was the former coach of the opposing team. Uh, at that point, he pulled his team off the field, and the coach, George E. Pyle, was arrested for violating a Cuban law prohibiting a game suspension after pe- spectators' money had been collected. He went with our ball on him. He sure did. A trial was scheduled, and he was released on bail, at which point the team uh, quickly got on a ship for Tampa, an escape which caused the coach to be branded a fugitive from justice by the Cuban authorities. (laughs) And now he coaches at Mississippi State. That's right. Uh, After that, uh, the bowl officials insisted that Florida had forfeited and listed it as a 1-0 win for the Cuban Athletic Club while Florida declared the contest a 1-0 forfeit win for the Gators. 
Uh, Ooh, so we have co-champs. We have co-Ficardi champs. We have co-blaming a forfeit on the other one, which sounds real LSU-like from a couple of years ago. <laughs> I just want to—I uh, just want to know, like, okay, so they're playing the game and they go down there and like, hey, we're playing pre-1906 rules, right? We're, we're not doing these new rules that whatever the like. I want to know what the rule difference was. From 1906 to then. There is a gigantic section of Wikipedia on that, and I'm not going to read it all out loud right now. But it says, among the important changes were the introduction of the line of scrimmage, down and distance rules, and legalization of interference. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. Okay, interference, that's obviously a huge change. But how were they marking the ball before that? Well, I'm I'm reading the pre-1906 rules, and that's where they first introduced the line of scrimmage. So I don't know. Let's you know, do some research and get back this, to everybody next time. But, Kyle, but. this is – if you notice on Texas's uniforms this year, they're going to wear a patch that says 150. And I'm really concerned that everyone has to wear this stupid 150 patch for the 150th year of college football. That means nothing to me. You know, it means a it's, hell of a lot to Michigan fans, so you better watch out when you say that. <laughs> but, like, this rule change, like, if if NCAA football really wanted to embrace the 150, then you make you pick a couple games, and they have to use rules from pre-1906. That's how you embrace That's right. the, the 150. You pick different games to do that, so... Let's Man. see. Um, here, here are some of the basic rules in 1906 that they changed. Uh, mass formation plays became illegal. Uh, oh, like a and, rugby style? Yeah, and forward passes became legal. So they were trying to officiate this game without letting them throw a forward pass. Oh, man, that's in Florida's benefit usually. It was, yeah, well, yeah, right? Uh, let's see, in 1910 were the requirements that at least seven offensive players be on the line of scrimmage at the time of the snap. No pushing or pulling. Uh, you know, interlocking interference where arms linked or hands on belts and uniforms was not allowed. That's weird. Huh. I love that that interference was now a rule. And, I'll, like, I just picture all the ch- all the people complaining about it. Like, because I imagine, like, when you could throw the ball, the idea of it was, well, you could just tackle the receiver <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you can't even touch him. No, I can't even look at him. So, yeah, there's a, you know, I know we went off track there, but once I started to look into that, I really felt it was necessary to share You need to story. tweet a link. You need to tweet a link out to that so we can check it out. So, all right. Uh, my last pick, I'm going to pick New Hampshire. Um. The only real reason I'm picking them is that's where Ryan Day went to school. Um, kind of a homer pick, but then I actually Who? looked. Well, but then I actually looked at their schedule. Uh, they play at James Madison. That will be a loss. Um, they're at FIU, which is random. Um, they are at Holy Cross, which is against Bill Simmons, and then they have a crossover game with Albany, who you picked. So. There we go. Didn't even know that when I picked them, but nice. Uh, they also play Nova. Nova was decent at football last year too. So yeah, they yeah Nova was good a couple years ago. They, I think they went to the national championship game. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, New Hampshire. We got, we got a mascot day. or anything there for them? Uh, no, they don't. They don't do mascots. They just wow. play football. Yeah. I want to know what it is now. Oh, Wildcats, man! Shock. <laughs> it's like original. Well, these Northeast schools, Kyle, are so worried about offending someone. They just are like Wildcat. 
Wildcat. We don't know anything else. Right. <laughs> All right. Last one for me is Monmouth. Uh, again, the only reason I picked them is because they're from the Northeast, and I felt like I needed a school from there outside of Albany to fill this in. Uh, then, when, again, when I got looking into some of this, uh, pretty happy that I picked them. So they're from West Long Branch, New Jersey. So Jersey City, brother. Um, they are the Hawks. They only have one FCS playoffs appearance in which they got smoked 46-7. to But the happiest moment I had was in researching their alumni. Not sure if you've done this, Adam, but there are some names here. Give them to me. I'm nervous, but I'm also Chris, ready. Chris Hogan. Okay. Brad Brad Brock, Brash, oh, whatever his name was, Chris, the Orioles All-Star in 2016, reliever. Chris Hogan always gets the Penn State, uh, Monmouth, Super Bowl, Super Bowl story, blah, blah, blah. Monmouth, though. Uh, Miles mm. Austin. Okay. And last, but certainly not least, Mike the Situation from the Jersey Shore wow. went to Monmouth. How about that? Wow. Where is this located at? West Long Branch, New Jersey. <laughs> I honest to God didn't know he went there until I looked at this an hour ago. Well, I oh, get the situation. And Miles Austin, who I drafted every year in the third round for fantasy football from 2008 to 2011, so that's good. Yep, uh, they open at Western Michigan. Okay, good, good. We like sports opportunity to watch that one. Yep, uh, they play Albany at home. They have a game at Montana, my God. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, and they play at Kennesaw State, who's really yeah. good. They're going uh, to be a long year for them, I think. And they play at Campbell. So, uh, yeah, didn't know that about their schedule, didn't know that about the situation, but like I said, glad I picked them. All right, let's fire out our D2, D3 school since nobody's listening to this podcast anyway. Nope. Uh, um, all right, I'll make I'll say my D2 picks real quick. Um, so... Finley and Grand Valley State yeah. always are locks. We're doing yep. their schedules every year. Those are our hometown small schools. We're doing them. All right, next one. The University of Charleston in West Virginia, who actually played Finley last year. Uh, that's where my buddy Logan lives, so I've actually been by their stadium. Um, they play a lot of Ohio schools, actually. They play uh, at Urbana. Uh, I believe uh, – Glenville State College sounds like Cleveland Glenville, so I just, I don't know, it was also intriguing to me. Um, right. Notre Dame College is also on there. Um, Division II, they're pretty good. I'll just roll into my next one. Assumption, this is where that kicker from LSU, Tracy, is that his name? I don't know. I don't know. He was a really good kicker, and the whole story about him kicking at Assumption, and now he's kicking uh, possibly in the NFL. Uh, Game Bay did a piece on him, and I watched it, and now I know some things about Assumption, but I will really try and narrow them down this year. I believe they're from New Hampshire also, or that Northeast area. So there you go. Nice. All right, uh, first one I picked was Dixie State. Uh, I really thought this was going to be a team down south, but they are from St. George, Utah. <laughs> Founded by the Mormons, of course. Didn't have any idea where they were from. Uh, picked them because they're the Trailblazers. Uh, they used to be the Rebels, then the Red Storm. Now the Trailblazers don't know why. Um, I also live on a road named Dixie, so that's part of the reason I picked them. Then I got into looking at their alumni. Apparently, Corey Dillon went here. Didn't know what? that. What? What? Yeah. 
Yep. Corey Dillon. Okay. Uh, I got to look at what years he was there, but... Uh, Had to be in the 80s, right? He... He played junior college football at Garden City Community College in Kansas. Is that the one where they do Last Chance U or one of those shows? No, that's... Uh, I don't know. I feel like the that's following an year, thing. Yeah, the following year he played for Dixie State College, and then he went to Washington. So there you go. Uh, Corey Dillon, uh, Lionel Hollins also went there. Shout out to the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, again, something I didn't know until an hour ago. I'm just hitting home runs on these, man. Uh, John Browning from like the Browning guns, you know, like the hand, like the handguns and stuff. Yep. Uh, he went there and then M. Anthony Burns, who was the Ryder CEO from 1983 to 2000. So shout out Max. Um, real quick, last couple things. This is their last season in division two. They're transitioning <laughs> to be an FCS uh, independent. Ooh, next year. Okay. All, okay. Yep, all their other sports will be in the whack. I have no idea why they're transferring or transitioning <laughs> up because they've only had two winning seasons ever. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I thought there's like certain uh, quotas and parameters you have to hit, which Guess is atten- which is attendance, winning percentage, uh, revenue. There's so many things that you have to do to stay at that level. Yeah, so I mean they've only had football since 2006. That's as far back as I could find record of them. So not quite <laughs> sure. Uh, also, they play some pretty awesome schools like Black Hills State, South Dakota Mines, New Mexico Highlands. Colorado School of Mines and and literally Adams State is their last game. Well, so. do you know? Do you remember Simon Frazier from Ohio State, defensive end number seventy five? No. Well, he went to Ohio State. That's literally a team that they play. Simon Frazier. Oh, nice. Also, Assumption is in uh, Massachusetts, so right. that was close. All and they're the, the they're the Greyhounds, so there we gotcha. go. Gotcha. Nice. All right, moving on. Uh, Next one, Southeastern Oklahoma State University. I thought you just made this up. No, it's a real school. Um, I picked them for a variety of reasons. Some I knew, some I did not. I literally can't pronounce their teams that they play. They play (laughs) Southwestern Oklahoma State, Northwestern Oklahoma State, Oklahoma Baptist, uh, Southern Arkansas, a lot of teams, a lot of weird stuff. Um, They are in Durant, Oklahoma, which I thought was Interesting. So Did they're you know moving. The city? They're yeah, leaving. They'll, yep, they'll be on the West Coast shortly. Uh, their mascot is the Savage Storm, which I thought was pretty original. Uh, they are a super good Division II baseball team. They've been in the College World Series 11 times. They've had 66 All-Americans, and they were the 2000 National Champs. Uh, two pretty damn famous alumni, uh, one Reba McIntyre and two Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, so when you when you sent this, I thought immediately Scotty Pippen, but I think he's Central Arkansas. Yeah. Um, Dennis Rodman. So, man. Dennis Rodman. So I had I was thinking something like that, but Yeah, how about that? All right. I like our D two picks. I feel like they're yep. random. They have some ties to us, whatever. So that'll be good. Alright, D three. Um so D three I picked Maryville, Tennessee. Just because it's outside of Knoxville, and I like to make fun of uh, as many Tennessee schools as I can. Nice. Um, the next one is Buffalo State. This is uh, upstate New York. Uh, Chris probably knows a lot of these schools like Rochester, Ithaca, Brockport. Uh, I know somebody who went to Brockport. So 
I don't know, a little bit of ties. I believe they're the Bengals, and they're orange and black, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun to make fun of for the season. Yeah, it looks like they play RPI, which is where Matt Patricia went to college. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's a great, great uh, connection there. Um, are that the only two I picked? No, you got another one down there, too. Did I pick Algany College? Oh, yeah, that's right. Algany? Yeah, something like that. They are the Gators, and they're located in Pennsylvania. I'm not making that up. That's a hell of a slur. I can appreciate that. (laughs) But, yeah, they're they're literally in a landlocked state, and they're Gators. So I figured that was a good one. So, yeah, go Gators there. Well, they they open up with RPI, too. Yeah, there's a crossover game, and they play a lot of Ohio schools, Denison, Wittenberg, Ohio Westland, Hiram, uh, Wooster, uh, Oberlin, so they pretty much play an Ohio schedule, so I can get used to that. Well, good Um, for Allegheny College. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I actually researched my universities and have some things out here. I'm just impressed that you were prepared for this podcast. It's almost like you have more time Why do you think I was late to recording? I was hammering all this crap out. All right, so Finlandia University is uh, located in Hancock, Michigan, which is in Copper Island of the Upper Peninsula. It is one of the farthest, farthest, farthest northern places you can possibly go. Uh, so it's cold there. Uh, less than a 1,000 students. It's a private Lutheran school. Uh, it was originally founded in Finland as the Suomi College, and then all those Finnish people moved over to Copper Island uh, way back when and started Finlandia. They are the Lions. This this makes me sound like Peter Utopia or whatever, Peter Topia <laughs> and Family yeah. Guy. Where yep. he just he just went different and like basically had borders around his house and was like, I'm starting my own country. That's yeah. what this football team is. That's what this is. Uh I don't know why, but they only played six games in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Their last two games were against the same team. Kyle, are we sure they play 11-man football? This feel, really feels like an 8-man football team. Nah, they were 0-10 last year. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's including probably a loss to Kalamazoo College. <laughs> yeah, they only they, this is only their fourth season this year with football. Uh, but the real reason I picked them is once I saw who they were and typed in their athletics website, it is literally www.com. F-U-Lions.com. <laughs> wow. Subscribe. <laughs> Sub- uh, like, rate, subscribe, all those things. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, obviously they're playing a lot of Michigan schools. Uh, Olivet, Kalamazoo, Hope, Albion, Adrian, Alma, all of them. So maybe they'll get on the board this year. All right, next. Uh, Tufts University. Um didn't really know anything about them. I saw their colors were, like, blue and brown, which was weird to me. Um, they're a research college in Medford, Massachusetts. Famous alumni is some Pierre guy who founded eBay. <laughs> some guy that founded eBay, okay. Yeah, the guy that founded eBay. Uh, Tracy yeah. Chapman, the singer. Wow, okay. Michelle Kwan, the figure skater. What? Yeah. Here's some more. Uh, Hank Azaria. Guy who plays Mo on The Simpsons. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Um, who, I can't think of his name again off the top of my head, but he's the guy who wait, was Buddy, buddy wait, in the movie American Beauty. We have breaking news right now. Skip Bayless tweet, what a sorry first half by number two. 
If he plays that poorly again, Steph will steal a huge win at home. Tweet. Is that him or was that uh, Magic Johnson? I think they. Uh, I think whoever runs their is running both of their accounts. So, all right, continue nice. on. That was just a breaking. That was the breaking news alert. Yeah, I got to break in for some live news. All right, uh, Peter Gallagher, who played Buddy in the movie American Beauty, the weird guy that uh, is, Kevin is this like Kevin an Spacey acting played. or an entertainment school? Like, I'm no, I, I, it's I just, don't get. It's this. just a really, it's just a really well known like research college. Is this like um, a snobby school outside of Boston or what? Oh hell yeah! Um, two more: Gordon Wood, who is the guy that Matt Damon references in Goodwill Hunting, when okay. he's giving a long speech at the bar, right. uh, and Anthony Scaramucci. That Trump guy who everyone called the mooch. The real weird dude that always wore the sunglasses and looks like a total D-bag. Yeah. <laughs> that guy went there. All right. Uh, real quick. Their mascot is the Jumbos, and it's literally an elephant. Kyle, it's pronounced Jimbo. <laughs> and that is only one of two mascots to appear in Webster's Dictionary. The other one are the, are the Billikens of St. Louis University. Okay. Um, they were 7-1 and one last year, decent football team. But uh, when I really got to looking at it, they had this thing called Jumbo Smash, which is an app that the seniors create for their smartphones every year. And it is uh, billed as a localized college seniors-only Tinder app that is only available the week before graduation. <laughs> so Maxwell, so at Amax152, find yep. him and get it. Well, he's got to apply and get in and then become a senior at Tufts. Uh, it, in 2017, in the 24 hours leading up to graduation, the day before it had over a million swipes. <laughs> what, what else are you going to do there? You're not going to a football game. Right. Uh, as soon as graduation week ends, they delete the app and all of the information in it, and the next year their class begins work on their own version. Uh, and only 14% of applicants get in, so it's pretty tough to get in there. Uh, that is yeah. not a fallback school. Not a fallback school, yeah. So Tufts Jumbos, good for them. Uh, well, if you can't really get in know. Tufts, you can go to Northern Arizona. That's, <laughs> That's right. All right, moving and, on. Last one. Uh, is this, Austin. Is yeah. this school actually in Austin? It is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we picked two schools thinking they were in Austin. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it. Uh, I didn't think it was in Austin. Uh, it's in Sherman, Texas. Okay. Not really sure where that is. Uh, let me zoom out on the old map here. Well, Trinity, Trinity, Texas has good high school football, but I don't know anything about their college. So this is. Uh, I don't know. It's about an hour and a half north of Dallas, I'd say. Oh, okay. So basically, close, Dallas. That's close not bad. to Denison, Texas. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, uh, they are the Fighting Kangaroos. That's their mascot. Um, are, there, are there kangaroos in tech in like Central Texas? I don't know. But here is why they became the kangaroos. Uh, the mascot was uh, derived from a kangaroo court of organized students that would paddle the violators of college rules. So a real frat bro thing. To wow, do, uh, I hate this up. school. I hate this school already. <laughs> oh, just wait. I got a lot more to go. Um, it's a private liberal arts college. So in uh, Texas, wow, in Texas, associated with the Presbyterian Church near Dallas. They, near Dallas. Uh, when they originally built it, they wanted to model the campus after Yale, Harvard, and Princeton. 
Uh, they've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where, so there, you don't want to model Yo Harvard Princeton right now, I don't think, but. Nah, sure don't. Sure don't. Uh, they've been playing football since 1896. Damn. They've had 130 All-Americans. They've won eight conference titles and one natty. Uh, when, when's the natty, though? How long oh, ago? Oh, boy. Are we, are we talking like Michigan natty or Clemson natty? Let me check real quick. Um, their national title was in. If it, if it's not coming up, it's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, wow, I don't know. All right, well, it's not recent. We know that. Yeah, sure wasn't. Um, I want to know now. Now this is bothering me because I found it earlier. Well, we while go. you're looking, what I do too every year with the We Like Sports account is for every school that we do, I follow them on Twitter, and so yep. I just try and get a feel for. Even the small school social media accounts, sometimes they're actually better than the big ones because they have to be. They don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to follow all these schools in, uh, after we are done. Nice. All right. So the only last thing I have, uh, obviously, like I said, they're the Kangaroos. Uh, they play against some school named Howard Payne to start the year. They also play at Southwestern Assemblies. Apparently that's a school. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, where are they finding these guys? Um, famous alumni. There's two important alumni. One, his name is Marshall Applewhite. Don't think there's any relationship to Major because this guy was the leader of the Heaven's Gate cult, uh, which is a super Texas thing to be. Uh, <laughs> and, and then Stephen F. Austin can uh, hang out. Yeah, and then the other famous alumni is none other than Larry Fedora. Wow. Wow. Stop here.